Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. This Christmas, send us a decent Jesus. My colleague, Reverend Bruce Clary, is preaching Give us a decent Jesus this Christmas. Give us the one who is neither a stranger to his world or ours, the genuine one. Give us the Jesus who is the child of divinity in us all, through whom history speaks, through whom the present is made joyful, and through whom the future is a promise. Give us the Jesus Jesus wanted us to know, the one who said that the kingdom of God is within us and that we are all children of the Most High. Give us a decent Jesus this Christmas. Not the cheap imitation we deify nor the foggy myth we try to demythologize, but the real flesh and blood Jesus who was born and lived and suffered and sacrificed for the sake of love and peace and goodwill for all people. Tonight, once again, we tell the ancient story of a poor couple, shepherds and angels and kings, and of a miraculous manifestation of the divine on earth. But if we think this was a one-time event, we miss the point of the story and of that baby's life. What is holy is manifesting everywhere, all the time. Author Ellen Vaughn writes, at 4.30 in the morning, I crept outside to our backyard deck in search of the meteor shower promised to be the most dramatic in centuries. The plan was for me to check it out and if it truly merited attention to wake up the rest of the family. I gulped a cup of hot coffee and tilted my neck all the way back so my face was parallel to the dark skies. Lovely night, cloudless stars, but no meteors. I thought lovingly of the sleep I was missing. She continues, rested my neck for a moment, then craned heavenward again, searching, looking, waiting for something I'd never seen before. Then, at the edge of my vision, came the first shocking stream of light, a silent flame against the night that made me gasp out loud. Then another and another. The hair rose on the back of my neck. This was alien. I ran, shouting for my family. In the first verse of the sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah, The prophet says, very matter-of-factly, I saw God. But that's the end of his matter-of-factness. What he says of the experience is, I am undone. I am undone. I am utterly rearranged and made new. 
This is what happens when we get a glimpse of the holy. This is what happens when all heaven breaks loose. We can choose to ask for that, pray for it, pray for passion for life, invite it with the ways we live, and when we lose our way, we can turn our hearts and begin again in love. Here is a prayer from the Indian poet Rabindranath Tagore. When the heart is hard and parched up, come upon me with a shower of mercy. When grace is lost from life, come with a burst of song. When tumultuous work raises its din on all sides, shutting me out from beyond, come to me, my God of silence, with thy peace and rest. When my beggarly heart sits crouched, shut up in a corner, break open the door, my king, and come with the ceremony of royalty. When desire blinds the mind with delusion and dust, O thou holy one, thou wakeful, come with thy light and thy thunder. All heaven breaks loose in a shower of mercy, in a burst of song, as peace. Sometimes it takes light and thunder to wake us up, shake us up like the meteor shower in the perfect night sky. Sometimes it's a birth and sometimes it's a death. It's always a surprise, but we can help create the conditions to be transformed by its power. Here's a beautiful recollection from John Unger Zussman. At the customary point in the service, the rabbi asks anyone who's in mourning to rise for the Kaddish, the Jewish prayer for the dead, which famously does not mention death. I'm technically not mourning someone, but I stand anyway. I rarely attend synagogue, so I want to get my money's worth. I learned the Kaddish years ago after my bar mitzvah. My ancient Hebrew teacher had explained that now that I'd reached adulthood, I needed to say it for my deceased father. Today, despite years of disuse, the Hebrew words roll off my tongue. Their rhythm is mesmerizing like music, like a chant, like poetry. I don't exactly know what they mean, but I get the gist. The Kaddish praises God over and over. I'm no longer religious. When asked, I say I'm Jewish on my parents' side. <laughs> I don't know why I'm reciting Kaddish, perhaps to honor my father, my sister, my grandparents. Oseh Shalom Bimramav. I ask God to send peace from heaven. I'm praying to a God I don't believe in. So why do the words comfort me? Why, before it's over, do I break down sobbing and clutching my wife as close as I can? I am undone. A glimpse of the holy.
This is what happens when all heaven breaks loose. In the early morning of March 12th, two vans carrying four adults and eight high school juniors and seniors pulled into an abandoned neighborhood of the 7th Ward in New Orleans, Louisiana. Katrina's storm surge had reached the rooftops here. Everything was lost under more than 10 feet of flood water. The only sign of life was a FEMA trailer parked in the narrow side yard of a house near the freeway end of the block. Someone was living alone here in this utter wasteland. Someone with no other choice, perhaps, or with some kind of undaunted determination to remake a life here, or maybe both. That someone was Miss Doris. And we'd come armed with hammers, crowbars, wheelbarrows, face masks, and protective eye covering to throw our collective weight to the side of that faithfulness and gut her ruined house. I hopped out of the van and climbed the flimsy metal steps of the trailer. The kids stood around on the overgrown sidewalk, incredulous at the devastation. I wasn't entirely convinced that Miss Doris was expecting us. I knocked hesitantly. And then she was there, filling the narrow doorway. I introduced myself, and because I wasn't sure how else to begin to speak with this sturdy, elderly woman who had nearly perished in the deluge, who had lost family, friends, neighbors, and church. I said, Miss Doris, we've come to help you. Looking stunned, she took my hand and surveyed our motley crew. You it? She asked me. And I nodded yes, though I wasn't sure how to read her incredulity or what it meant. I will never forget the look on her face. Slowly, she turned to address the kids from her little stoop. For a year and a half now, every night and every morning, I've prayed to God to send someone to help me. And now you've come. Here you are, my angels. Praise God. Her voice hung in the empty air like a blessing. And for a moment, we were all completely still. I was undone. My eyes filled with tears of grief and shame for all this woman of great faith had suffered and tears of gratitude for the chance to begin to make right what was so wrong. And the teenagers, having never been asked to do more than a few household chores to earn their allowance, were suddenly agents of the God of justice and mercy. There was a house to gut. They went into motion like a fantastic machine working relentlessly, complaining only when we would force them to go outside to take a break from the billowing dust generated as we ripped out walls and ceilings or to rest from hauling wheelbarrow loads of debris out to the street. They had never been so determined 
or so proud. They were Miss Doris's army of angels. Isaiah saw God, and he was undone. Then God said to Isaiah, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I. Send me. My spiritual companions, may we turn our hearts to purpose and fill our lives with passion. May we look and see the holy. May we be undone. May we be utterly rearranged and made new. May we know the kingdom both within us and among us. May we make of our lives a prayer for peace. Let all heaven break loose.